Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark. Once again, I am here with Jackie. Hi. And Miles. Hello, Hello, Miles. Miles, it's been a while since we've seen you because we've been away from the podcast. Yeah, I've been here. Yes. You've been... I haven't seen you in a while. On the rare, the rare possibility, I guess there could be people that are new to the podcast because you've had to be so much more vocal. But for if there's any new Miles era listeners, normally Mark and Jackie are here as well. That's us. And there is also a fourth person sort of on the podcast this week and who knows how many more weeks. Our little baby. Who knows when we'll be able to put her somewhere else. But yes, Jackie and I were away because we had a baby and we still have that baby. We did not give up on her. She hasn't given up on us. the baby's still under warranty though. Ooh. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, and she's in the room. Uh, We're going to do everything we can to make her happy as usual. Yes. And so if you hear the baby at any times, please know that A, we are trying to take care of the baby. And She's B, okay. B, we're not sorry if you hear her. But we don't want her screwing anything up either. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. That's right. Yeah, because Miles had a kid and bounced back really quickly, but that's because Miles' partner is not part of this podcast. Is that fair to assume? That's right. Yeah, it's, it's not a family event when I <laughs> do this podcast. What, at what age do you actually think? Because you did do an episode with M a few weeks ago. Yeah. At what age do I think I could have pulled what you're trying to do off? Yes. I don't know. I had a very, very whiny baby. Yeah. That's kind of what they do, though, isn't it? I think there's no way I could have done it until like six months and he was like we were sleep training. Mm. Wow. Yeah. We are jumping the gun. That makes sense. If like the sleep schedule is like predictable, that's when you would that's when you would do it. But we had to come back. We had to come back to the pod. We don't like predictability. Yeah. So you I guess you guys have a pretty good sleeper. She's she You're, sleeps well through the night. Oh no, she doesn't sleep through great. the night. She's well, like, she wakes up twice. She wakes up once or twice. Yeah. That's still um better. That's it's still good. better than my kid early I, days. I get like six or six or five or six hours of sleep usually. <laughs> this morning could not get that in a row. She uh she decided to wake up. Two hours in, basically every two hours, every yeah. yeah. And just so listeners that was know, not, that's which is I think a more typical experience of a baby her age. You did turn on the right podcast. This is JoJo's Bizarre Podcast, and we will be talking about anime, specifically the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure anime. That did we ever like do a hello and welcome? Oh yeah, I guess you did. Okay, I just, did. Just it also it feels like a blur to me. Yeah, because we haven't done it in like what day is it? Months. Yeah. <laughs> um. And we're going to be talking about episode 24 of Stone Ocean. Also, I sound really muffled to me, but maybe that's the headphones. I don't know. You sound okay to me. Okay, good. That's that's all I want. I don't want to sound better than okay to you. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about episode 24, which is not the not the last episode of Stone Ocean. We are not. This is as much as we anime-wise know about Stone Ocean. <laughs> I, I, of course, read the manga. I know what happens. But uh, if you're listening and you know, don't you dare spoil it. Don't write in and say anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this was sort of a stopping point. We kind of expected to watch this episode and then cover it on the podcast and then have a baby. But baby came early. Baby came a little early. 
couple weeks early. So we're finishing the second, what is it, core of Stone Ocean episodes. And then next week, if uh, if this audio turns out okay, because we're on new hardware and we've got a new hardware in the family, uh, the next week we'll do Stone Ocean 25 all the way through 36 or whatever the hell it is. And then... Uh, what, in one week? We'll burn it all to the ground. Yeah, yeah, that's all in one week. Episodes twenty five through thirty six, and then who no, knows? we're gonna do them each. Okay, each fine, week. we'll do them weekly. Jackie convinced me that seems yeah. like it'll be a more reasonable amount of time to keep the baby quiet uh, and satisfied than if we marathoned twelve episodes. Yeah, we can't do that. Um. However, well, what else? You know what? There's other stuff we got to talk about. So, a a, you're gonna hear more baby talk. Stop. I'm sorry. If Welcome back, Mark and Jackie. You're going to hear us go goo goo gaga. Yeah, I was going to say goo goo gaga. We're going to say, don't you love when old Jojo be so adventure? To our baby. Jojo. Uh, and if, if you're like 16 and you don't like that because to you, like childhood and family is the death of your current life and independence, you're right. There's a lot of people who feel that way who are like 29. Absolutely. <laughs> And They're like, oh, stop talking about your kids. I think I kind of felt that way even a few years ago. But the truth, like of the matter, until two months ago, <laughs> the truth of the matter is just that it's like, well, what else are you doing? What are you doing with your independent life? You're not out in the club, Mark. They might. Well, I see you. What you were doing? Just have you're a baby. You're at video home games. anyway. Just playing video games. Have a baby. <laughs> you already like telling people stuff. Just that's true. Then you can tell things to the baby. I can be like, you know, after A is B, <laughs> then C, and D. You can just be like, there's a hidden chest in this room if you stand on this mushroom person. In our house? Or no. I, mean, I can just tell in, her. A, in like a video game, you can just tell them, tell them where all the hidden chests are. That's right. As part of, of <laughs> raising our kid right, I have hidden started playing Super Mario RPG again. Uh, this time a randomized <laughs> edition. We've talked about it. It's fine. Yeah, we're going to talk about baby stuff. Sorry. Uh, also, before we get into the episode, I want to mention that the chocolates that I ordered from from Japan, I think through like a, a Japanese proxy service. They did arrive a few weeks ago. These are the JoJo's chocolates. Yeah, yes. You just you. said, you said just these chocolates from Japan, which just sounds like you ordered Japanese. Yeah. Do you guys want to hear all Kit the, all the groceries we've bought? Do you guys want to know that we just got eggs? Yeah, actually. Yeah, it's really nice to have an extra dozen of eggs. Um, so yeah, we have the JoJo Cross Godiva chocolates here. And I felt like our first episode back, it'd be too much to cram in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miles, when are you next in New Jersey? When when can you next record? In oh, it's gonna be a while. Son of a bitch. Probably May. All right, then you're gonna have to just watch us eat these chocolates. Okay. On camera. Do it on Twitch. <laughs> Man, that's so much to set up, but we could do it. And then we'd have to uh, we'd have to feed feed our baby her first chocolate. Do we need a code name for your no. baby. Do we? I don't know. D. Just D. D. Okay. Yeah, short for Chuck D. Little baby D. Baby D. Yeah, so at some point we'll be trying the JoJo Godiva chocolates. Uh, also, I am at least aware of uh, the JoJo Part 9 teaser image that came out. I should have showed you guys. Mm. But uh, apparently, this doesn't make sense to me, but the, uh, the news articles I read were like, because 2023 is Year of the Rabbit, which when like I thought the... Chinese zodiac animals were based on the Chinese calendar. Yeah. So it's not 2023, right? It's a different number. Re- regardless, uh, Araki, author of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, drew uh, like a commemorative little thing for 2023. It is a rabbit hopping through the air. 
but like sort of etched out of its fur on the side appears to be characters of a Jojo style. And so people think that he may have been teasing who the next uh, Jojo protagonist is going to be, what they're going to look like. A rabbit? That's the thing is when I first read it and just looked at the thing, I was like, is Araki making a rabbit the fucking protagonist? I think I like it. (laughs) Uh, to picture just a although Jojo Rabbit feels too much like the film that came out two or three years ago called Jojo Rabbit so you can't do that I should add that to the newsletter that I haven't written in weeks yeah I I hate to say this Miles you had to do a lot more work these last few months but now I have to crack the whip (laughs) and force you to write your newsletter Um, I had some follow up questions and comments from the episodes that you hosted um they are things like what the hell is this how could you do this to me and our multi-dollar podcast empire uh no the ups the ups were good i definitely liked hearing about sweet blue flowers i was well i didn't love hearing how the rest of it turned out because your guest anna didn't uh wasn't super pleased with how the rest of it went she didn't sell it I don't want to watch it. I mean, yeah, that's the thing is I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm, yeah, okay. Um, I did finish two of the shows that, oh, I kept going with two of the shows that I watched. So I've been watching a lot of anime. Right. I I saw you finished Chainsaw Man. That's right. This Mm. week's episode would have been Chainsaw Man if you hadn't foiled me. Yes. You you haven't covered Chainsaw Man already? I did cover Chainsaw Man, but I finished the first season, so I was going to do a follow-up. Oh, nice. Did you know there is a petition... I believe started by Japanese nerds to have the first season reanimated. What? That's right. The show that you think is animated so well and many people think is animated so well, there is a contingent of very angry nerds that feel that this studio did not accurately capture the something something, the je ne sais quoi of the manga. Hmm. Oh. And I don't have a lot of time for manga purists it's a different medium yes that's what i was gonna say is what the fuck can capture the the essence of a thing like i hope this petition is like here are some manga adaptations we do think were done well um and what i really love is that all the random you know like super geeky niche nerd outlets that reported on it were like as of now the petition has over 1000 signatures which is like that is nothing are you kidding me for something the whole internet yeah, it, this isn't like neighborhood signatures you walked around and knocked on doors to like get elected for. What the fuck? The entire internet is pretty happy with Chainsaw Man from what I can tell. Like, you still only have a thousand. So, I don't know. I thought it was funny. And what was the other one you finished? I didn't finish it, but I've continued watching Hajime no Ippo. Oh. What's that one about? It's about boxing. Okay. Jackie's the voice of all the listeners that said we cannot listen without Mark and Jackie. <laughs> we are boycotting the Miles era of the pod. I was a little busy with this baby. I couldn't be listening to podcasts. I, I don't blame you. Then again, I guess I could have been listening to podcasts. I've, I've watched a lot of TV. D, our, our baby's first words would have been, uh, what is that third voice? I don't like that third voice. Who is that? Third voice? Oh, Miles. Miles if, you, if you were listening to the podcast out loud. Mm. Uh, anyway, yeah, I could listen to the podcast and be like, "Look, it's mommy." <laughs> listen. Well, that if you not if you listen to the Miles episodes, 
Right. <laughs> That'd be funny if you... It's mommy and daddy and some other guy. If you went back and were like, I'm going to listen to the podcast while feeding the baby, but I'm not going to listen to the new episodes that only Miles is on. <laughs> I'm just going to listen to the hits. Oh, hello. Can you, can you hear her? I, I think I, I just do. heard her. Yeah. What's, her, what's up? Is she good? Yeah, I gave her a, a pacifier. Okay. I'll be cutting out stuff from here to here, from here and there. Put her on the pod. She doesn't say much. Every now and then we've noticed... I think it was like probably two weeks ago. That... I, think, I think she's pooping. Oh, okay. Yeah, babies are this rare thing of super threatening behavior where they will make eye contact with you while forcing a shit out of their ass. You know, you don't get that chance in adult life. Yeah, that's true. So much of our society has changed for the worse. You know, pooping is no longer a communal thing you do. All right, that's enough bullshit. <laughs> Half of that was about our child. <laughs> Enough of that garbage. We need to, before getting into the anime, we need to take a quick look in our, let's see here, newborn, new year. You know, you, you think you should start with the mail pun. Mm. We need to look at our new emails for the new year. Mm-hmm. Happy New Year, everybody. What we're going to do now is read emails that were sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. We didn't get very many because... Because I ruined the podcast. <laughs> Miles ruined the podcast. This one is from Chad, our man in Hawaii. Uh, the subject line is Sweet Blue Flower Voice Connections. Chad says, Aloha, JJB Padohana. Happy New Year. Sorry I didn't get a chance to write in for the previous episode, but here are some JoJo voice connections for Sweet Blue Flowers. Akira's older brother, Shinobu, who I didn't like, is voiced by Shinji Kawada, who also voiced Part 3 stand user Rubber Soul. Miles didn't like? Yellow Temperance. Miles, Miles did, that was editor's note. Okay. Miles did not like Shinobu. Yeah, I didn't like Shinobu. Okay. Yasuko's oldest sister, Shinako, is most voiced by Mamiko Notu, who also voiced Part 4 enemy stand user turned Lady Jobro, Yukako Yamagishi. Fumi's mom, Yoshi, is voiced by Ayumi Fujimura, who also voiced the non-adult TV versions of Part 3 Jobro, Jean-Pierre Polnareff. Drama teacher Masanori Kagami is voiced by Kenji Hamada, who also voiced Part 4 enemy stand user slash serial, serial killer turned Morio landmark Angelo Katagiri, Aqua Necklace. Hane Kyoko Fiancé's mom is voiced by Sachika Kojima, who also voiced the TV version of Suzy Q. I hope everyone had a fun and safe holidays. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. Any resolutions for the brand new year? I had lots of resolutions. They're, they're mostly just about this baby. Yeah. Uh, and also getting better at sleeping myself. The baby hopefully will get better at sleeping. Yeah. Uh, the baby will get better at sleeping. Okay. Predictions for Miles. Scratch that resolution off. I would like to find time to exercise. When, maybe when the baby gets better at sleeping <laughs> and eating yeah. and other things. Or the baby can go on that sling thing and you can just run around with the baby yeah, on just you. Yeah, run around wearing her. Yeah. That won't make it difficult to exercise <laughs> at all. She can exercise with me in like a year. Thanks for writing in, Chad. Again, that is jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. So now if you have thoughts on this well, now it's not a momentous episode, but it, when it came out, it was like, oh, when are we next going to get Stone Ocean episodes? Oh, 
But if you have thoughts on episode 24 after this, if you're like, you guys were all wrong and dumb, you're probably right. We're especially discombobulated. Uh, but you can also write to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. You can even write in about other anime you think we should watch. We probably won't, but you could do it. I will say, if we don't end up covering it, or if I can't wait, I might just watch the new Trigon. Because okay. I care about Trigon more than you people. It's true. Is it out already? I think it's out. Yeah, I believe it's on Hulu. Trigon's the one with the guy with three guns or the three with the with the Trigon situation. Good name, He's got three it? dicks. He's yeah. got three dicks. Okay. They cool. wanted to call it Tricock, but Triple the Gun publishers didn't like it. Who's Genie Triplehorn? Why is that name in my head? I don't know. I don't know. Shit, it's probably. I hope it's not a porn. Got star. something to tell us? I was just thinking. I was like, is that a porn star? Let's see. American actress, not porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you did it. She's good. I think she's done a bunch of. Uh, oh, she's the psychologist in Basic Instinct. Okay. Do you remember? Anyway. No, I don't. Well, borderline pornographic. This is coming out of the episode. I gotta say, it's a fun time. Miles, when did you realize you needed to clean up the way you spoke in front of your child? Because right now we can watch whatever, we can say whatever. Baby has no fucking idea. A couple months ago, we, I said, I was talking about cocaine in the car for some reason. And I mm. just heard from the back, cocaine. Oh, no. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> you were like, fiddlesticks. <laughs> Fudge. No, but it's really hard. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just curse all the time. I, I just, I don't know if I should just give up already. No. But it's like, every the reason why I curse is because my dad would just be at the computer doing God knows what. He wasn't at work. We didn't work from home back then. And you just hear floating out of his office, goddamn motherfucker, son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> together, like, in that order. And it's like, of course I'm going to pick up on it. I think if I can't stop, like, I just have to, like, teach him when it's okay to say stuff <laughs> you do that at like a- <laughs> if i if i just if, I, if i've already given up on him cursing then i just have to teach him when is okay and when is not okay mm-hmm. yeah you can say all those words during bath time with <laughs> your parents and that's it all right all right that's oh one last thing we we're about to get into the anime i promise if you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod, you can support the show, including the two-thirds. You know what? All of us are parents. You can support us and our children. <laughs> That's right. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. guilt you into it now. No, uh, <laughs> patreon.com slash jjbpod. For a dollar a month, you can support this child. You can support this child who looks surprisingly healthy and got a glowing review from her phys- her, her pediatrician <laughs> yes. at her last doctor's office. But she needs Way your help. Uh, for a dollar a month you can support the show and that actually helps believe it or not we don't scoff at your dollar and stomp on the ground or whatever uh, For th- and that gets you access to the perhaps now bare uh, Patreon exclusive feed where the occasional bit of extra content and Miles's question mark newsletter uh, I'm gonna do it okay for three dollars <laughs> for Miles's new weekly newsletter uh, for three dollars a month, you get access to the relaunched, rebranded uh, <laughs> JoJo's Bizarre Podcast Patreon feed. But we will also thank you out loud on the podcast like this. So thank you so much to Matt, our former classmate, forever classmate. Oh, thank you, Blu-ray, and and the rest of these people I think are not classmates. <laughs> no, as far as we know. Thank you, Brian. Hmm. 
Daniel. Dalton. Madison. Soliloquy. Kasun. Lord Zendar. Jumbo. Katie. Bloof. Caden. Austin. Tim. Tyler. Camilla. And Chad. Chad. Jackie got on the mic for that one. Thank you. Thanks very much, all of you patrons. Thank you. You wonderful people, you. All right, folks. It is episode 24 of Stone Ocean, which, Jesus Christ, I don't even know when it came out. I mean, it came out when Netflix dumped it all out. Like they had a bucket full of JoJo and just turned it over. Yeah, yeah. I guess, okay, it was part of the, wow, now feels forever ago, September 1st. Uh, 2022. But then there was a release in December, right? Yes, it did come out on TV. Wait, you mean like the release of uh, the last few episodes? Yeah, this is like before the last batch of episodes. Right. The the yeah, this was uh this was part of the September 1st batch and then there was a I think December 1st batch. And yeah, in Japan network TV airing of this is still catching up, but we don't live there who gives a shit. This episode is based on chapters 99 through 102 of the original manga, so we've covered 100 chapters plus of uh Stone Ocean the manga, which look Post 9-11 JoJo, there's there's no more counting down to the world-changing event. I can't do it anymore. So I don't really need to look at the manga. I did have to uh, quickly remind myself out loud what happened in Stone Ocean. Yeah, there's a recap. There is a recap, which helped. Miles, did you remember what the hell was happening in the show? I watched the recap to help me remember what was happening on the show. Okay. So we're still in memento land, basically. Yeah. Which, these memory things, I've, between this and Twin Peaks The Return, maybe something else, I've realized I have extremely low patience for characters not remembering shit. Yeah, I was very frustrated by this episode. I'm just like, you can do it for a little bit and then move the fuck on. I'm Oh, I was like, I mean, I get that, but I was also kind of like, it's unrealistic because at this point she, how does, you know, like, like. I feel like this would, it, I'm, like, I'm watching, I'm like, this would be a lot more, the conversations would be a lot more repetitive. Yeah. Well, you'd um, also be like, what's a stand? No, I don't think her memory is that bad. Well, that's, he never sets, he never draws that line in the sand like they do in Memento. Yeah. Where he goes, I can remember everything up to the incident. And then after that, everything is like, I keep having to, you know, re-remember it. I think it's just new information from before, you know. But from and before she, she met the it. stand. Right, because like, so like, okay, so the stand, so if right now the stand hits me and uh-huh. I learn one and I learn new information, new information, third new information, I lost the first three no, no, and no, no, I no. get new. You right? can learn three. You can't learn a fourth. Okay. Well, then I hit yeah. the, what, whatever it is. Right. So it's like basically starting from when the stand started, unless the sand stand starts and stops, but like from when the stand starts, any new information has to follow these rules. So you still retain your old information, but um, anything new is kind of like just a little video clip that gets erased. Yeah. Yeah, it was just extremely vague what what, is, what a unit of new information is, as yeah. we find out. Yeah, which is kind of fair because, I mean, we do have memory loss in real life, but like people who have dementia, Alzheimer's, amnesia, 
you can't like plug them in to a computer and say, look, this chunk of memory ends right here and therefore blah, blah. Like our memories are kind of, I don't want to say fluid, but they're not as simple as fact one, fact two, fact three. Mm-hmm. They're like more multidimensional than that. And it, yeah, it is like hard then as an author to define what yeah. is new information because. And, and what is, and how, like is, I see someone's, fi- like, remembering someone's face, is that one unit of information or is that right. multiple? Because if I'm remembering someone's face, it's like, okay, well, they have these, this color eyes, their face is this shape, their hair is this color, they're this yeah. height, whatever, you know? Um, and it felt like in the beginning of this arc, Jailhouse Rock, it, it felt like it was more fact-based of like, I need to do this, this is my lunch. Yeah. And then by the end of it, it's like, you can see three people, but not a fourth person. Right. Which I didn't like. The way that I think of that is like remembering how many people there are. So it's like, okay, I see this person. I see this person. I see this person. But it isn't a fact. And then the fourth person you don't really see. Isn't it like fact one, there is a group of 10 motherfuckers looking to shoot me. That's a good point. Yeah. Which is kind of how she defeats it. Where she's like, the the reflection counts as one fact or something. Yeah. It almost felt like it was supposed to be some sort of deep Buddhist philosophy Mm. thingy i don't know all right let's talk about the episode i think it depends on if you see them as a group or not because you saw three in one hallway and then one in the other hallway you know it's really fucked up when people see large numbers of people as a group instead of individuals right so jolene is the anti-racist jojo i've decided she's a real one she's a real one mr grinch um okay (laughs) Uh, Jackie, do you have the events or you want me to go off the summary here? Uh, I can go. Hold on. All right. So it starts with Jolene watching TV um, with her jail buddies. And she's like kind of like the most annoying person to watch a TV show with because she's like, who is this guy? Why is he coming out of the like? It's like just like because as soon as anything happens, she, you know, starts forgetting what what it's about and so it's like what trying to watch it with like a really drunk person or something who's like i don't get it and it's like just it's simple i like that they threw Pay us attention. into the scene by starting with the footage because it felt like she was watching security camera like i felt disoriented mm. as the viewer uh and guys that's because in the manga she's watching from hell the 2000 johnny depp and heather graham movie about jack the ripper okay and she mentions Johnny Depp by name. In the manga. Oh. In the manga, which doesn't need to do here. Because this is just a TV show about a guy in the Old West who goes into a room. Who goes into a house, maybe. What do you think Heather Graham's up to? She's roller skating. Maybe at this very instant. I don't know. Has her star fallen? I guess so. she done being famous? I don't know. Hope she's good. Heather, if you're listening, we wish you well. I loved you in Say It Isn't So with Chris Klein. Moving on. Uh, and then she's also, she goes to like the library or whatever and she's um, trying to read a book. But she's trying she, to read a comic a book. A comic book, but she also doesn't understand it. She, and the man next to her has a giant head. Yeah, she's reading a comic book next to Humpty Dumpty. Jackie, your oh, flashlight is on and I'm going to die. Oh, I'm sorry. How did that happen? I don't know. This is what happens when you become a parent. You just leave your iPhone flashlight on. Okay. It's yeah. really that. You guys are boomers now. That progressive 
ad or whatever about leaving voicemails and becoming your parents when you buy a house. Yeah, she's reading a comic book next to a giant large man, a Biggs McLarge huge. I didn't even know. Well, he's the- not big. It's just he his proportions are strange. And her comic book is in the style of Boingo's comic from part three, if you guys remember. Yeah, I noticed that. The guy whose stand was a comic book. I don't know if it's like that in the original manga, but Araki has brought that drawing style back several times. And A, I love it. And B, I really wonder what his inspiration is for that style. If it's like he just uses his left hand or something, or did he used to draw like that as a child before training? I don't know. Anyway. Let's see. She starts reading her hand and then she she reads if anyone keeps looking at the left hand don't hesitate to don't hesitate just punch and i didn't really understand what this meant she she looking at whose left hand looking at her left hand Mm -hmm. so i guess somebody looking at her what she's has written down there or yes yeah okay if someone keeps trying to read if someone seems overly concerned about what you've written on yourself which Mm. is a little loose because i think a lot of us would keep reading you yeah. know, elaborate handwritten notes. That's true. I might might stare at somebody who has like stuff written all over their hand. Maybe in Japanese, it's more of a nuanced thing. Mm. But the idea is that she's trying to figure out how to tell herself, hey, Mew Mew is the enemy. Yeah. Well, then I guess then again, you might as well just punch anybody who stares at your hand, even if you, you know, even if you're wrong about it. Yeah. So she punches Mew Mew, who's staring at her hand. She punches Mew Mew and then she's like, oh, this guard has a stand and this is i mean i realized later but um i didn't realize that mew mew was a guard um I she's she, the lead guard i thought she was an inmate but okay um i think we find out in this ep that she's a guard yep this is when she finds out she's not because she's not even wearing a guard's uniform in the previous episode yeah she's dressed like a fashion uh she's got that weird folding prisoner. jacket it's like just a bunch of fur folds and this time she's wearing With, like crazy 80s hair yeah, she still kind of has that, but she's wearing a pink, not blue, GDC uh, uniform that has vacuum sealed her tits in. Ah. One, you know, that kind of look where you're either it's like you vacuum sealed the outfit against your boobs or they made you a boob pocketed uniform. Um, Whatever. I like it. Moving on. Um, So Jolene punches her. She's like, oh, she has a stand. And then she goes and she chases after her. And so she's chasing and she like starts reading the walls and she sees she sees like D12 on the wall and that and that makes D12 which is a reference to uh the band uh hip hop group who did uh Purple Pills and some other stuff my featuring, band featuring Eminem These chicks don't even know the name of my band is that that is that yep. it Yeah Yeah I like Purple Pills Purple Pill that beat is fantastic that yep yeah um yeah anyway so she sees she sees uh, some data and makes her forget everything like makes her forget like why she was there which like who she she's like who am i chasing what am i doing and then she's like oh i'm being chased because then there's like a bunch of guards behind her um which is this is almost a direct reference to memento where he's uh, running alongside someone and he's like, am I chasing him or am I? Be-? And then he gets shot at and he's like, I'm being chased. Oh. And so then he's, uh, she sees on her hand or something that, that she needs to find Emporio. And I don't know. She fights. 
she fights uh, Mew Mew or something. She, I, I wrote down that she's like liquid strings because she somehow gets around Mew Mew. No, 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 not turning... around Mew Mew. Oh, is it around the guards? Then? Three guards uh, come around the corner where she should be and they're like, where'd she go? And they even look up, which I thought was interesting because I would have thought she went to the ceiling with her spider swing. But no, she somehow, it looks like she's only on the back of It looks one like she's guard. made of goo. Well, I think the idea is we know that she can take herself apart with string. With yeah, she stone becomes free. a ball of yarn. Yeah, I. This only makes sense to me if she manages to distribute herself across three different guards. Because if you've distributed yourself just among the back of one guard, that's probably at least a hundred pounds of weight that this guy just isn't going to notice. They're like, "Where is this? Where'd the girl True. go? Perhaps she jumped on my back because I suddenly feel fucking heavy." But whatever, it looked cool. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? So they miss her completely. And she goes down some stairs. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we cut to Emporio. And Emporio is like, oh, I need to go tell Jolene something. And I need to print something. Um, print print something so I can show her the guard's face, which is on a computer screen. And this, remember, Emporio is still in the room with like water everywhere and he could get electrocuted and stuff. Um, Jolene, so we see that. We, then we see Jolene, cut back to Jolene. Jolene slips through a crack in the wall um, because why? Because she knows that that's where Emporio is all the time. Well, let's see. Why does she slip through that crack in the wall? Well, she she has sewn, she, they, they at some point do cut to, last episode she wrote with thread she sewed into herself, go see Emporia. Yeah, I, I mentioned that earlier. Yeah, how she knew exactly where it is. I guess just any crack in the wall, maybe? Yeah. Is well, the- she's been there before. Before she encountered... It, oh, is that know. why she cared about the stairwell number? Does she know that he always uses D12? Uh, it, maybe. Be, because she should know where Emporio is. I thought his room could move, but I, what do I know? Okay. So she goes through the crack in the wall and she gets electrocuted. And then it seemed like they were going to be in a conversation loop, but it didn't go on for very long. I thought it was going to be like, Jolene, what are you doing here? And Jolene's like, Emporia, you know, like they kind of have the same, like it's like the same questions and stuff, but they they get out of the the conversation loop pretty quickly. And they start to kind of piece together what they're supposed to do, maybe, but every time there's new information, it kind of resets. So it's like kind of frustrating. But then Mew Mew shows up and she shoots them with her gun. And Jolene's thread stops the bullets. Um, or so she thinks. She only stops three bullets. Yeah, because Mew Mew is like, oh, if I shoot four shots, you remember, ah, I, one bullet has been shot and this is the position. Bullet number two, this is the position. Bullet number three, but then bullet number four, it's, well, she forgets about the other ones. Yeah, well, in this case, I think she did fire more than three shots, but only three at Jolene. There seems to be a fourth and fifth one at oh, the yeah, monitor. Oh, yeah, they shoot Emporio. Yeah, Mew Mew shoots Emporio in the shoulder and the computer monitor. In the and screen. then she shoots multiple shots again. But Jolene is like, I can see them all in the water reflection. Um, and so she's able to avoid them or whatever. Yeah, what is the, the fact? There are bullets in the air. Well, then that's you, an indeterminate you, number. I think it's like a, yeah, it's like a snapshot memory kind of thing. Like she just remembers like... The image. All of them. Yeah, she remembers the image rather than each. Like, because if I'm staring at you and you shoot one, like, you shoot them linearly, 
I guess. But if you look at the thing and you see them all at the air at once, maybe that's maybe that's what it was. Like she looked at the reflection and she sees all of them in the in the air at once. I don't like it. Oh, because it's like a different angle. Yeah, I didn't like it. It's a different angle, I guess, of the of the bullet. They don't. I feel like they don't do a good job of explaining how the number of items. Yeah, I definitely at this work. point was saying to myself, like, you just gotta go with it. Just whatever, man. Yeah, just get this over with. <laughs> yeah, I was a little like I. Again, I stopped watching the third season of Twin Peaks because it's like David Lynch stuff is already a lot of like, well, I don't know what the fuck that was about. Let's move on. But seeing a character, you know, walk around as an amnesiac, it's like, holy shit, end this. I'm watching this because I like the character. I want him to know what's going on. Yeah. So uh, she writes on her skin, uh, Avenge Emporio. In blood this time somehow. I thought Emporio was dead, but he's not because he still is like talking to her and stuff. Because Emporio is like, oh, no, you're going to forget. You're just going to forget that even to avenge me or whatever. Um, And the computer also broke because she shot the computer. So um, Mew Mew is like, oh, she's going to forget me. Uh, We're pretty good. Um, But Jolene somehow is able to go and chase after her and she hits her with her string. And then like. Because she had a string on her. Like when she was in the room, she remembered to put a string on her. That's it. Okay. That's what I was missing. I thought that string was put on her after this, but. No, okay. no. It, she put it on her like before she even left. Because they briefly show Mew Mew running and they show thread coming out of her okay. radio receiver pack, maybe it is. Yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, Emporio is back in the room like, why am I injured? Because um, he doesn't know what the hell is going on. Um, it. There's uh Mew Mew breaks Jolene's hand so that Jolene can't block gunshots anymore. Um and Yeah, her stand is very mean to Jolene. Meanwhile, Emporio finally knows what he needs to print. He prints a binary. This is the stupidest thing. <laughs> I was, was wonder- I was really, very curious was really to know dumb. how you would feel about this. He prints binary of the image of Mew Mew but it's like it's not real binary because it's just ones and zero it's a it's like ASCII art <laughs> right well, is that what it was was it supposed to be like like her stand is a computer and it can interpret the binary yes I didn't understand so but why does it look like ASCII art <laughs> it looks like ASCII art well, in the anime ex- you can express ASCII art with binary because you can express anything with binary but it would take an immense amount of numbers he could not write zeros and ones on a napkin that would express a detailed piece of art. Do you know what I mean? Like, to, if you go to a JPEG on your computer and you open it with Notepad, some shit will come out, right? Some yeah. crazy characters. Those can be converted into binary pretty quickly, right? There's binary for all the numbers, and then eventually, I don't know yeah. how, but somehow they make letters, and then all the other dumb little symbols in that Notepad file you can express with binary. But it would be an immense amount of numbers. He'd have to fill the walls and the ceiling That's and stuff. That's why I don't think it's real binary. And I don't binary. know how he would do it. That's why I don't think it's real binary because what they show look like ASCII art. It looked like like with the ones and zeros, it's actually drawing a picture rather than the, num- the numbers representing data. That's what it looked like. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. At some point, he does have ones and zeros written down, but then her thread goes over it and it shows that the thread is interpreting it. Okay, that's what you think was happening? Okay. Yeah. I will believe that. But it is... So I think the idea was that it was like, I have an image. I can't print the image. What I can do... Why couldn't he print the image? There's no printer? They didn't the have print, a printer. printer's out of ink? 
Printers are always like they don't work. You got to use them every now. That's why we bought a laser <laughs> printers printer. Printers never work. I said, fuck it. I'm tired of toner drying out. It's the 21st century. Oh, Who's printing all the I have a printer time? in this room that is not working right now. Yeah, just switch to laser, dude. Nobody has a working printer, like, <sighs> ever. <laughs> the toner dries out, man. The only, the only... I mean, the ink dries out. The only... In existence, the only way you can find a working printer is if you are somewhere where the printer, like, it's like full time. The printer is is you know what I mean. Like people go there to print. But that's like the a thing is we used to use printers more often. Or a tech center. Also, all technology work, just gets at worse. work. The printer will sometimes work unless there's a paper jam. Then you need to call somebody. You don't need to call somebody to fix the paper jam. Okay, maybe not a paper jam, but usually sometimes there's there's some dumb stuff you need to call yeah, somebody. But to then fix. you can use a different printer when you're in the office at home. That's true. It's like, fuck you, go to Staples. And you're like, I don't want to go to Staples. Yeah. But you got to print something out for the DMV or whatever the <laughs> fuck. So I guess, yeah, the idea here, it, it makes sense to say I have some piece of data, a datum from the computer. I can express that in simple written characters. And then Jolene Stand, which is now a supercomputer. Yeah. Can express but it. But how, how did he... How does that not count as more than... four? More than three or four. Right. Why isn't it infinity? It's a great point. <laughs> and I, it's one fact. One fact. Because as soon as you go like, okay, zero, one, zero, zero. And then it's like, uh, what, were the, what were the first numbers again? I forgot them. <laughs> I guess her stand. What am is I able, doing? Her stand treats it as one number that begins as one billion. Hopefully, hopefully this string doesn't start with zero. Because then, you know, that's not a fact anymore. That's multiple. Oh, you know what I mean? Man. Because if it starts with one, then it's a number. I don't know. It, my question is, how the fuck did Emporio figure out what the binary that expresses this image would be? What did he do? Yeah. yeah. He doesn't even have a screen. He can't use a oh, text yeah, editor it didn't or something. Work, yeah. so, uh, it was broken. Hello? The monitor, I guess, was shot. He had hello? a bunch of numbers on his arm. Apparently, the anime added some numbers on him to make more sense how he did this. I was like, kind of okay in an Araki way with it being like, okay, the stand is able to be a printer. And I get the feeling that print as a verb in Japanese might have a different usage than we use it or something. Like maybe imprint or something. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it definitely seems a little bit tricky with the whole three facts at a time. Mm -hmm. Hey, if I see more than three people, who knows who's there? But I can definitely memorize million number, million digit numbers. Mm -hmm. uh, a bit of an ass pull, but honestly, not the part I'm most angry with, with okay, this fight. Because I thought... Okay. I thought this was stupid, but I also thought that the binary was like itself, like not really binary. I thought it was just like a, they were making a picture with ones and zeros. That's what I thought. But that is what binary is, isn't it? Oh, I see what you're saying now. I'm, ASCII art is what I'm saying. I see. Like you, like you thought like they like they did ones to to express a line around her face right, and stuff. Right. They may as, have done that as an animation. I didn't catch it, but I think that would only be to drive the point home. Okay. Yeah, because that's originally what I thought they did. It wasn't even real binary. It was just like using the one and zero to make a picture. Right, like 101 looks like a hole in a wall. Yeah. Which, why would you do that? <laughs> uh, why would you do that, Miles? Because you're writing a game FAQ on the internet and it can't support images, so you need to write Ocarina of Time with slashes and dashes and stuff. Kids, you know what ASCII art is. You know, you're in, you're in chat rooms writing O slash to make it look like a person raising their hand. But like you'll see like like a full like a nice like image drawn in like Notepad or something. But usually it's more characters than one. It's oh it's always more characters than ones and zero. It's many characters. It's like slashes. Yeah. Well, and you would need an immense amount of character. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, well, it's kind of like in the Matrix when they show Matrix code and the Matrix code is running down the walls and the shapes of stuff. Yeah. And you're like, well, what part of the code remembers the shape of things? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like those shapes should be expressed as numbers as well. But of course, it's just to make the movie look cool, you know? Yeah. In reality, Matrix code is always a boring, flat piece of data. I think for me, the main thing was it was that, but it's also just like that's still too much information to process. Like, yeah, those, I didn't think of that till you said it. Because there's yeah. a lot of numbers. That's <laughs> so funny. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of how ones, many zeros. bullets? Uh, I don't know. One zero one one zero one 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 zero. It's a face. I did it. Yeah, and I mean, I don't really know how binary could work for art, but like you know, you can take a binary string and that represents something, right? Like that represents a number that like maybe it represents a pixel for art. I don't know. Yeah. But like if it's, if you can, I don't know, after like three pixels, you you can't process the image anymore. You know, if you can even, <laughs> even even if it's like, okay, yeah, well, it interprets the binary. Well, once it interprets like three pixels, it's done, right? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering if there's some loophole where it's like Stone Ocean can perceive big data sets. So I mean, Stone Free rather, it's a stand can perceive big data sets but jolene can't if it can then it could have helped her in other ways like throughout this whole thing couldn't but it, it never talks to her yeah it never says hey jolene like the stand could just re- like be like oh okay i'm just gonna punch this guy <laughs> like you know i'm just gonna punch mew mew well we, do, we I've, never, I've seen this happen before we never see her carve that note about emporio into her hand maybe her stand is doing more i don't know mm. anyway then there's this thing is this where? Yeah. So she sees so anyway, the face. she processes the binary somehow, and it finally can you know aura aura aura. Oh, well, well, because they had kind of the animators had shown Mumi was like a ghost because the idea is that she's in the room. Jolene even had her thread around her, but she doesn't realize she's there because they're trying to show you that she can only see up to three people at a time. Mm. So she's kind of invisible to Jolene because Jolene's just looking at the guys with guns. And then with the image, then she remembers her, is able to beat the shit out of her. But somehow, simultaneously, the guards are duped by Jailhouse Rock. Yeah, she, like, gets control of Jailhouse Rock, I guess. This is maybe the first time I've seen this. Usually, in JoJo's, you beat the shit out of a guy, and then he's like, let's be friends. And then he's on your side and uses the stand to help you. Usually not as soon as you punch a lady, she's using her stand. You're using her stand. Yeah, well, they kind of explain that very quickly with like, well, you know, um, Mew Mew needs to get to the medical wing. So she's doing this and like she's helping us in exchange for us getting her to the medical wing. Is that what that is? Yes. But then shouldn't she also be like, uh, I'm just going to have all the guards shoot the shit out of. Why does yeah, she need to hide from the take guards? take me to the medical wing. Yeah, she doesn't need to hide from the guards that she got the shit kicked out of her. What is she, a prideful person? Yeah, that's a good Maybe. point. I they, guess... They could take her to the medical wing since she's also a guard. The only way I could see this making sense is if everyone is under control, if it's like a, a local area, like an area of effect stand where mm-hmm. anyone in the room... but then Except the, Jolene? You're right, because Jolene is now not... Well, maybe it's like a flashlight. <laughs> you turn her to face the guards... And now yeah. they can't see. That's the only thing I can see is as if if the Mumu is like a lantern and you hold her up and her stand shoots out of it and makes everyone stupid. At this point, I had already said "come on" like a million times, so I was just like, "Okay, whatever, just get this over with." 
Jolene definitely says something like, ah, so J- so Mew Mew gets it. Like she's using her jailhouse lock to whatever, whatever. So it like, there's some, watch it again. There's some like, this is, uh, she's helping us because she's defeated kind of thing, which is, I, I. Oh, you know what it is? What? It might be because she does express that she's holding Mew Mew hostage. Uh-huh. So I guess the idea is that Mew Mew is confusing the guards to help Jolene because she thinks Jolene is going to kill her. Yeah. Okay. But it is strange that Jolene was able to instantaneously beat down and incapacitate the head of the guards before they could shoot her. Yes. And Mew Mew would be able to process fast enough the situation to go, oh shit, okay, I got to use Jailhouse Rock on my, you know, employees. Yeah. It, it kind of makes, but the timing was so weird because it's, it's, it, I think this is a thing that's like better expressed in a comic book that there's like 12 dudes with guns on you. Yeah. And you're like, I gotta beat the shit out of your boss. Mm-hmm. And then she's going to realize that she has to confuse you to help us. But that's the only way this makes sense to me otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. It's also, if she can confuse the guards, why can't she continue to confuse Jolene? I guess because Jolene has her picture imprinted in binary or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I guess her stand is still walking around with a bunch of threads in a yeah. in a little shitty low res photo. Yeah, I guess if it's monochrome, it's less information. Okay. <laughs> now yeah. the number is probably like five digits long to express it. Doesn't picture. count as a full unit of info. Yeah, uh, you know, it's not like a JoJo character has tons and tons of detail in it. You know, ridiculous little details. So they go wherever they're going and they see Hermes in a cell and Hermes her cell Hermes is in a cell oh I bet he said in his cell oh um and they're like hey Hermes we're escaping and Hermes is like oh cool take me with you guys <laughs> um everyone just wants to get out of there um, I like that they're dragging Mew Mew around and they like park her face on the bars <laughs> thought that was funny she looks horrible she looks fucked up yeah uh, and then they kind of allude to like now they're going to be out and it's going to be like a Miami vacation. Cue something. the Will Smith song. Yeah. Uh, Which one? <sighs> Summertime. Men huh? in Black. <laughs> <laughs> Miami, of course, for all you Zoomers that don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Will Smith, that guy who slapped the other guy. That's all he's known for and being Hancock. <laughs> um. And then we go to a Lucky L supermarket. Uh, which is probably short for Lucky Land, Araki's company. Which really should have been a Publix. It should have been a Publix. <laughs> it should have been a Publix because we're in Miami. There's a lady who's dressed very fashionably, so she's probably important. She has like the like female slash Venus symbol on her she pants. fucking evil. Okay. Basically, they cut out of the anime here that in the manga, she's more. there's a bit more to this scene. She's a shoplifter. Uh, she's stealing from the supermarket and there's an interaction I don't remember it I didn't read I didn't have time to read the chapter but there's an interaction with the manager of this place as well so they just sort of dropped it and made it seem like she's a shopper but she looks evil okay and over detailed who was the guy that was there I didn't write it down is it Poochie 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 is there Poochie's there and he does some magic to her watch and Something scary happens. She drops her eggs and they're full of chicks in the eggs. Little baby chicks. Yeah. So what's even weirder. Is, so you can tell that he he feels sick. He okay. mentions that 
that something's inside of him bouncing around. He no longer has White Snake. He doesn't know what his power is now. Where did White Snake go? Uh, and he seemed to like accidentally like it looked like I don't know if either her fake nails were coming off her fingers or if those were her full ass nails just sliding off her fingers, which would oh, suck weird. ass. That hurts. In the manga, she has a baby and his power accidentally makes half of the baby's face an adult man's. Oh my god. Like it ages the baby or transforms it so it's half adult. Um, which is gnarly, and I kinda wish they did it. Instead, yeah. I guess they just go for the, you know, unfertilized eggs somehow. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, when we eat eggs, they're, are they're, they, not, they're not fertilized. There's no case where they are fertilized, but we just take them no, too soon. No. Okay. No. They have to be unfertilized. So they shouldn't grow into chicks. No. Okay. No. Well. They're not, like, we're not eating, like, chick embryos. No, or I mean, in this manga, they shouldn't turn into chicks. No, they should not. Unless he's, but I got the idea that he's like, unless he's making them. things age. Yeah, yeah, and he does seem to do something to her watch too. He makes time go forward. Oh, okay. I thought that, that was related somehow that he touches the watch and that makes the eggs weird. Okay, what um, do you guys yeah, I think? think? It's just showing us that like time is passing. Yeah, what do you guys think? This power. It seems like maybe you have an idea of what it is, but do you have any idea of what it's called? Um, oh. it's called M. Night Shyamalan's Old. Ah. Yeah. Is it called M. Night Shyamalan's Old? You're right. That's that's exactly it. Araki knew 20 years in advance that stupid movie about a beach that makes no sense. Did you watch it? I saw it recently. I listened to a is podcast that lampooned it. It is. It's, it's entertaining, but yeah, it's stupid. It's not the stupidest M. Night Shyamalan movie, though. It's not, it's not what even, is? it's not even in the top three stupidest. Um, stupidest <laughs> movie... <laughs> Oh, I don't you know. You hated Lady in the Water, you told Lady me. Lady in the Water is not good. The Happening is not good. Uh, the Happening is very funny. When Mark Wahlberg realizes he's surrounded by plants and wants to earn their trust and he's talking to house plants like he's yeah. afraid of them, that's that very one funny. one feels like it should be a parody movie, but it's <laughs> not. It's serious. <laughs> yeah. Um. What else? Um. The Village, I thought, was good for like the first half and it's then it gets really weird. before the twist that we should have all seen coming. Yeah, it's good before the twist and then it's like, what oh. the fuck? By the way, speaking of M. Night Shyamalan, uh, they took it out of the anime, but in the corresponding chapters, Jolene spoils the ending to The Sixth Sense oh. at this point in the story. Snape kills Dumbledore? Yeah, which would be, excuse me, uh, which would be so funny to see her say that and have all the prisoners be like, oh, because at this point, that movie just came out like a year or two beforehand. And in Japan, probably delayed. So she's really close spoiling that uh, that movie. Come on, Jolene. Yeah, I'm going to say Lady in the Water is his worst movie. Okay. Underrated one? He didn't direct it, but he wrote Devil. And it's just a bunch of people trapped in an elevator together, and one of them's the devil. Nice. It was fun, you know? It's dumb, but a lot of horror is dumb. We watched uh, The Night House recently. Pretty good. Anyway. It's not M. Night Shyamalan, though. It's not M. Night Shyamalan. It's got Rebecca Hall. The Lighthouse? Hall. Oh, no. The, the Night, Night House. House. Okay. Yeah, The Lighthouse is fun. Not all the way scary, but it's a fun one. I didn't see it. Enough talk. Uh, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. I liked Poochie's hat. Oh, yeah, with the cross. Wait, and we also find out that he's going to go to Cape Canaveral. That's right. He's going to Kennedy Space Center. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think that maybe he's going to space camp? Mm, I don't think there's a space camp I there. hope so. 
don't think there's a space camp at Kennedy Space Camp? You gotta have a space camp. Come on. You don't think he's gonna get in that big thing that spins you around that we all saw as kids and wanted to go to space camp for? I really wanted to go to space camp. The Vomit Comet. (laughs) Is it called the Vomit Comet? Uh, Yeah. Listeners, write in if you went to space camp. Listeners, write in if you went to space camp so we can hate your guts. Yeah. Out of jealousy. Oh, no. The Vomit Comet is the plane that that takes you to zero gravity. Right. You know, but you know what I'm talking about, right? It's the thing that makes you look yes, like the, the Vitruvian Man, whatever the fuck that Da Vinci painting is called. The Millennium? Is it the Millennium Man? What is it? The the the, the three the three dick, five legs. It's the Vitruvian Man, but why are you talking about it? That's what it makes you look like when you're in that spinny thing, the Space Camp commercial. Oh, I see, I see. You know what I mean? Because you're just like, your hands are out, you're T-posing to assert dominance. I guess. And you're just flopping around. <laughs> In in real life, if I went to space camp, I'd probably like shit my pants looking at that thing. I wouldn't go in that thing. <laughs> now that we're talking about it, I wish I had gone to space camp. Yeah. I'm gonna gonna did. That's why we have a podcast. They should have an adult space camp. Because I would go right now. You have to like be an astronaut. Yeah, too. <laughs> no. Oh, you mean like, like a place for civilians enough. to... Yeah, for us just to pretend <laughs> and go space do anti-gravity stuff. Huh? I'm looking up space camps. Don't mind me. <laughs> okay. I, I I don't know maybe so maybe that's what Poochie's doing but I'm sorry I didn't let you answer before do you guys have a guess for what Poochie's new power new ability is called my guess was old by a uh, time Pink Floyd that would be so on the nose but I love it um I don't know old man Neil Young fast forward that's I don't know if there's a song called fast forward but Time by David Bowie, perhaps. Future by Mindless Self Indulgence. I don't remember that song. Slipping, slipping. I had their album. What is that song? The oh yeah, that's by uh, Fly Like an Eagle. Yeah, exactly. I don't remember who that's by, but yeah, Fly Like an Eagle. I think it's Steve Miller. I think you're right. I thought it was by the United States Postal Service. This has been Boomer Rock. Yeah, really. <laughs> All right. Uh, is that it? Any uh, Miles? I loved your use but, of the. Th- but but so Pucci's oh. stand, he's replaced his old stand with the new stand. How did that? How does that happen? People don't do that. People don't lose their stand and get it replaced. What What happened the last time we saw Pucci? Is the he, he ate that green guy? Did he eat the green guy? Or the green guy ate him? So, here's what happened. I'll tell you visually. Something he was able to approach the green baby by saying a bunch of shit. And then he got yes. his 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 arm bone like ripped out or something or merged. His right, arm the opened baby up. Ate his arm bone. And then he got yoinked into the grass. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he came back with three ponytails and a tailored outfit that lets the ponytails go through the back of his collar. Okay. Which is not necessary. You could just <laughs> let the ponytails hang over the collar. And he no longer has white snake slash pale snake. Have we seen this before? Have we seen anybody lose their power before? No, but I like it better than just adding powers, I think. Okay. Yeah, me too, I guess. You know what? I don't know if Koichi's Echoes kept its old abilities. But I think it evolved. It I like that it evolved. I, I don't think it did. I would have liked it if Pale Sneak evolved, you know, mm. and maybe loses its old abilities but has a new ability. I would have liked that better. Do you guys think that we're going to see pregnant Poochie if he has absorbed this baby? Is it now in his womb? No, no, the baby's so. baby's already been born. Will there be a pregnancy shoot with Dio behind him, ras- wrapping his hands around Pucci's yes, pregnancy? Yes, in the in the shape. Oh, of, I hope so. In the shape of a heart. Is this art 
that exists already, probably. Has former guest on the pod, Bloof, drawn it? Probably. <laughs> I have to check her NSFW Twitter to find out for sure. Um, Yeah. I'm excited for this. I will be reading uh, Jojo Lands, if that's its final name, part nine, when it starts to come out. Perhaps some of it I'll be reading while feeding my child with a bottle. <laughs> not your breast. <laughs> I will not be breastfeeding my child. You said with a bottle, like to clarify, no other way. <laughs> I Yeah, I guess I, I more pictured like using a knife and fork to give her just beans like, or something. Just a little spoon. <laughs> yeah. A little spoon with milk on it. I just open the beer stein and pour it into her mouth. Yeah. Should be a good year for uh, for Jojo in that regard and for our, our podcast as part of the fan Jojo universe because you can hear us talk about the rest of Stone Ocean right here. Yeah. Jojo's Bizarre Podcast. Miles, I liked you using this phrase, stray thoughts. You said that's in the last like three episodes of the pod. Yeah, I love stray thoughts. Uh, do you have any stray thoughts on this episode? Um, After having watched a bunch of pretty well animated shows, it now annoys me that they don't draw any of the background characters in the prison. Yeah. Like, I just think it's lazy and bad. Some of that I think is actually true to the manga, however. Okay. You do kind of wonder, though, like, should they have gone and drawn them? But I think... Just, like, draw a little... I don't know. Maybe David Pro was like, well, shit, if he doesn't have time to draw them, but we have to draw these complicated-ass characters in the foreground, then we're not going to draw these fucking backgrounders either. Yeah. I do also think that we're on episode a million of this show. I'm sorry. I actually have the number in front of me. This is the 176th episode. Um, So Their hands are cramped. Uh, yeah, I think, well, it's also budget and time constraints, I think. For a new show, like a highly anticipated Chainsaw Man, the first 12 episodes are going to crush any of the later episodes of a show that's been going for years, Mm. I think. And some of it might be that uh, Araki was running out of time, money, respect. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. Well, respect me, Araki. I want to see those background people. Yeah. Well... You got to pay attention to the foreground, Miles, because shit is about to get weird, as always. Okay. All right, that's it. Let's wrap it up. Okay. Good stuff. Okay. Thanks Thanks for listening, great, everybody. Great to see everyone. Yeah. Thanks, Miles, for... Uh, thanks for filling in. For filling in, because uh, you could have just let the Taking mic over. go dead, but then, uh, you know, that'd be disappointing for people. Other people haven't had the wonderful new blessing in their lives that we have a lot of people are experiencing a very dark and lonely winter and they need this podcast to get them through and you're welcome i think they're okay <laughs> <laughs> all right they're fine whatever they seem fine they, right. you would write more if you really cared i'll write and call your mom you don't have to <laughs> okay we'll talk to you next week when we talk about episode 25 which wait a minute is called would anyone like to guess which famous classic song, famous, famous classic song, episode 25 of Stone Ocean is named after? I didn't, what's it called? What's the name? You of tell it? me. It is a famous classic song from before the 90s. Can you give me a genre? Uh, Like rock, but not like hard, heavy rock. Uh, when it, uh, I'll give you uh, a hint. It is a long, famously long song with a bunch of different changes. November Rain? No. Bohemian Rhapsody. It is Bohemian Rhapsody Part 1. Okay. His next episode's oh, title. We've got a two-parter. At least two parts. Who knows? 
Can't wait to hang off that cliff. Hopefully everyone will remember what the fuck is going on. Yeah. In the show, I mean. We'll remember. We have notes. Anyway, thanks again thanks for, for listening sticking to with our us. parenting podcast. <laughs> yeah, next week we'll tell you all about uh diapers and uh all the poo-poo inside them. Don't forget the pee-pee <laughs> outside of them sometimes. Sometimes on me. <laughs> anyway, it's everywhere. Sometimes it looks like no, never mind. Whatever. Anyway, good night. Bye. 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 <laughs>